Elijah Moore might be your last chance to get a big difference maker on the waiver wire. Next on Fantasy Football Today in 5. Welcome to Fantasy Football Today in 5. I'm Chris Towers here with Dan Schneier for a quick peek at the top week 12 waiver wire targets. Plus, our biggest takeaways from the Buccaneers 30-10 to win over the New York Giants on Monday night. Let's start with one big question for the Buccaneers and one big one for the Giants coming out of Monday's game. And, you know, this game kind of went as we expected. The Buccaneers blew the Giants out. The Giants, I had hoped, would be a little more competitive offensively, so we'll start with them. Is there anyone on this offense you would feel comfortable starting in Week 12 against the Eagles besides Saquon Barkley? And does Saquon Barkley even count? I think Saquon Barkley counts. He also has a pretty nice track record against the Eagles, and mm-hmm. the state of the running back position kind of dictates itself. But the answer is no. Outside of him, no. I mean, you saw Darius going to get checked on by trainers at the end. He may be dealing with an injury. But if you can't generate an offense coming out of your bye week with your left tackle back, with your two best receivers fully healthy, with, like I said, extra week to prepare against the banged up secondary that have been beat up by guys like Ty- Taylor Heineke in recent weeks, then you just can't be trusted to put up an offense against anybody. So, no. Yeah, yeah it was a pretty disappointing performance. You know, Daniel Jones looked good early in the season, had an 8.2 yards per attempt over the first yeah. four games. And, you know, Galladay, Kadarius Tony, and Sterling Shepard all showed signs. I will say, if Sterling Shepard's back for week 12, you know, given the target volume that he's seen this season, I think he could be in that wide receiver three discussion, but I probably need to see it from him first, given that he hasn't played in a while. Um, On the Buccaneer side, look, this offense is humming. There's not really much questions about them. Rob Ronkowski came back, six catches for 71 yards. He's back in the top 10 uh, tight ends rank uh, range. Antonio Brown's still out, so Mike Evans and Chris Godwin getting a bunch of targets. I guess the only question here is any concern about Ronald Jones getting eight carries and Leonard Fournette only getting 10? Jones did get the lone rushing touchdown as well. Yeah, not on my end because if you look at it, it kind of felt game script, game flow dependent. Fournette mm-hmm. was in for the first few series, and then obviously once they built up a solid lead and they could lean a little bit more on some guys like Jones, they gave him a shot, and he looked good in his chance. And maybe that means he gets a little more volume moving forward, yeah. but I still think this is Fournette's backfield. Yeah, I think this is a, you know, maybe Fournette is more like a high-end number two instead of a high-end mm-hmm. number one. But, yeah, for the most part, I think this offense is pretty much set, at least until Antonio Brown comes back. Let's take a look at the way- Week 12 waiver wire targets. And for more of that, make sure you check out the full episode of Fantasy Football today. We'll be going over all of Jamie Eisenberg's top targets. But we'll start with a, who I think is the top uh, waiver wire prize this week. That's Elijah Moore for the New York Jets, coming off an eight-catch, 141-yard game with a touchdown. He's been getting better as the season's gone on. Looks like a second-half breakout. If you're in one of the 20% of CBS Fantasy Leagues where Darnell Mooney and Brandon Ayuk are both available, would you prioritize Elijah Moore over those two guys? That's an excellent question, and I think I would because I am always swinging for upside, and we're at that point of the season where a guy like Moore, if he can garner that kind of target share, clearly has the talent. I mean, last year, he put up like 1,400 yards in 11 games at Ole Miss. It was incredible stuff, and like you mentioned in your article this week, Chris, he was getting comp to Antonio Brown for a reason in camp. There's that kind of upside with him from a talent standpoint, so swing for the fences, go for the ceiling. He has the best chance to command a big target share of those three. The only concern for me and I can't believe I'm saying this. Zach Wilson. The only concern is that number two overall pick Zach Wilson is coming back from his injury in week 12, presumably. Can he produce the same way as vaunted yeah. uh, signal callers like Mike White and Joe Flacco and even Josh Johnson? I mean, <laughs> Zach Wilson's been the fourth best quarterback for the Jets so far this season. But That's I do crazy. think he'll be good enough. 
And one thing that I really liked was early on in the season when, you know, Elijah Moore was playing more snaps before that concussion kind of sidelined him and and Zach Wilson was playing was Zach Wilson was not afraid to take deep shots with Elijah Moore. And so if he's going to be the number one wide receiver and get those deep shots, there's a lot of upside there for Elijah Moore. I think he's a top potentially top 24 wide receiver for week 12, actually, given you know wide receivers in a pretty bad state right now, though. I do like both Darnell Mooney and Brandon Ayuk. They'll probably both be top 30 for me this week. Um, move on to some other of the top wide waiver wire targets. Cam Newton's available in 27% of leagues. Is he the top waiver wire target if you need a replacement for Patrick Mahomes and Kyler Murray on bye this week? And can he just be a starter the rest of the season? Yes and yes. And this is another nod to you, Chris, because you said it best, and it's true about all these rushing quarterbacks. He didn't even have to be that successful through the air, and he wasn't this week, to put up big fantasy numbers because of his rushing upside and one which he scored on a rushing touchdown this week. And so with that floor, he's always going to be in the mix, in my mind, to be a QB1 every week. All right, and if you need a running back, who would you rather target? Titans running back Dontrell Hilliard, who had 10 targets, 8 catches in this game. Or Ty Johnson with Michael Carter likely to miss multiple weeks with a high ankle sprain. Who do you feel more I, confident in moving forward? I just laugh for two reasons, Chris. One, because of the state of the waiver wire, but also two, because Dontrell Hilliard, a player who's at no point shown this kind of receiving game no. upside in his career, just he had randomly many, has an explosive game from targets and catches standpoint. Um, he had, a, he had think, eight catches Sunday. <laughs> that He had eight catches his junior year and nine his senior year in college. Unreal. Just unreal. And it's like... I think based on that, I'd rather I'd prefer to ride the hot hand. I just think that offense also has a little bit more upside. And I'm not so certain Ty Johnson's going to have exactly the role Carter Carter had there with the Jets. So I'll I'll lean Hilliard here. Yeah. Tevin Coleman's still out there. Tevin Coleman probably will see a bigger role in the running game as well. All right. For a full breakdown of the waiver wire, check out Tuesday's episode of the full fantasy football today in pod uh, podcast in your normal podcast feeds. And make sure you check out the fantasy football today newsletter Tuesday morning. We'll see you tomorrow on FFT in five. Thanks. Bye.